Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with our next guest, who is an awesome, legendary rock photographer with a great new book that we want to talk about. So let's welcome to the show, Gene Ambo. How are you? How are you? Good. So, first of all, I just got to say that one thing I love about this is I love all the stories you possibly could have. Like, is there any band you didn't shoot? Oh, there's tons I didn't shoot and tons that I'd have loved to have shot, but, you know, that would be a whole other book that I couldn't yeah, do. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> there you go. So what, what, you know, what came to your mind to do this book now, Heavy Metro, Access All Eras, which, yes, you've been in multiple eras and... You've shot most of my favorite bands. I'll give you a little tidbit about me. Is I was at the first Metallica show ever and the first Slayer show ever. Uh, kick ass. So was, I was at the uh, sister shows right here in Chicago, sharing that same vibe. Nice. Yeah, and I, I know, like, so I don't know what the Metro was like because I was never there, but, you know, I was in the Sunset Strip, and my first club show ever was at the Roxy. It was Motley Crue at the Roxy before they even had an album in like 1981. And I just remember coming out of there and thinking to myself that I'm never going to a real concert again as that is the best experience ever. And it started me going to clubs all the time for shows. And that's what you did at the Metro. And like, they don't even have a photo pit there yet. Here we are. Yeah, the uh, the Metro wasn't really kind of a club. It was actually more of a, a stage production theater place. I think maybe in the old days they might have done live vaudeville or something like that. So it's like a, a very small theater in the round or a big school theater type atmosphere. There's no seats, and the stage isn't really high. It's probably about four feet high, three and a half feet high, nothing really big. And it was just a bare bones, you know, stage with the ornamental facade and just a nice, good open room. They have a lot of fun and give the kids a lot of room to play in. There you go. And so tell us a little bit about what it was like to be shooting these iconic bat and bands at this iconic venue. You know, well, when the room was starting out, nobody really knew it was going to be there for as long as it has been or for that matter, knew that Metallica was going to be known worldwide. So, you know, we were all going there like you were going, just to see cheap, good shows and find out about new bands that we didn't really know about. And we were lucky to have a a really great promoter, Joe Shanahan, who books the Metro and owns the Metro. And he was bringing in all these artists, a lot of punk bands and hardcore bands that I had never heard about, but I had seen their shirts on some of the guys like, you know, Metallica was wearing GBH shirts. And, wow, now GBH is going to be here. Maybe I should go check that out. Kirk had it. Good enough for Kirk. It was good enough for me. Nice. I love it. 
And, you know, it's funny way back when, you know, and you probably know this, like I was into bands like GBH and Discharge and The Exploited through my thrash bands. But because that's I was, exactly how yeah, that's how we Chicago is a real big crossover town. Yeah, because we had a really good punk scene here and punk translated into hardcore, you know, and they would we would have these matinee shows on Sunday, all ages, no booze, you know, but it would give all the kids a chance to come out and groove together. Some stayed up all night. Some came out from the birds the next day. But either way, the punks and the metalheads were all hanging out about noon sharing beer, sharing stories, sharing drugs, you know, and sharing bands. And we were finding out about, you know, Black Flag and Exploited Discharge, UK Subs, you know, all these bands that, you know, the metal guys didn't really know about, you know. So yeah. it was it was cool. Nice. And so tell us more about the book and, like, what people can expect when they you know, when they get this book. Not a lot of shit talking. There's no 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 stories, no fluff. It's just brutal truth. Picture says a thousand words. There's 350 pages of pictures. I think. I mean, yeah, I think there's 350 pages of pictures, and I think over 150 bands. Nice. So there's no stories and no. Uh, here's me where I was. It's just. Photos of what I saw and how I saw it and what I thought would relate to everybody else who wasn't around to see those bands or remember what they were like that night because they were kind of on the way I was getting. So, you know, kind of like a time capsule. Total. What was that people haven't seen and might remember what they did see. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And so... It must have been really hard to pick what photos after all these years and all the shooting you've done to put into that book. Well, it, it actually, that's interesting because the book did start out as an all-encompassing thing because their Metro is a really diverse room. So they did not do just punk, heavy, hardcore alternative stuff. They did country, gospel, jazz. I mean, the room just does it all, you know, and Chicago has a real diverse scene. So there was a lot of really eclectic stuff going on around here. So, I mean, I just kind of narrowed it down mainly to harder things or things that I thought were harder. I mean, Tom Jones is in there, you know, but I put him in there because I thought he was kind of cool, you know, ladies, man, cool dude, you know, you know, a lot of it was opinion, but if I had done all the artists, you know, you would have had Tim Book too, but I just didn't think that they fit where I wanted to go with the book. So I kept it to more of the harder things and things that I was more interested in instead of covering the entire history of the Metro would have been impossible. So no doubt. So do you have some favorite shots because of favorite memories or what, or just just favor in general that you want to share with us that, that are in the book. Oh yeah. Well, the, one of my all time favorites is probably one of my best known photos is a full stage shot of Metallica just as they're moving into encores because the smoke machine comes up and they were opening for Raven at the time. And 
you know, there were rules about who got smoke, who didn't, and all that. And at the end of the set, they got their little puffs. And, you know, I only had, I think, 10 frames of film. And that was like one of my very last frames. I was lucky to get it. <clears throat> and that 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 has proved to be one of the, my favorite photos out of all the shooting I've done in that room. So that, that's way cool. You know, there's there were a lot. You know, shooting Peter Steele and Typo was just I was just lucky to be there. You know what I mean? Nice. And Henry with Black Flag once again. I mean, who who does that? You know, so. Just, just really lucky to have been there and glad I had a camera with some work in film. There you go. And you know what's ironic about the photo you picked is that in November at the Hard Rock here in South Florida, where I'm at, Raven is opening for Metallica. I, I got a flyer about that. And if I am healthy enough and worthy enough, I would love to be there to remember that whole room of excitement. And I think it's really cool Metallica is, you know, those guys, they just don't forget, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they are just the greatest, greatest givers. As, They're, they just never stop giving, you know, I, they stayed at my house one night. They've been paying for it for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love it. So, I love them. And, they, you know, they know how to give back, man, out of, out of all the bands, man. Nobody returns like those guys. See, stuff like that is so great to hear. I, I I don't like to hear hater stories. I like to hear good stories like that because you know what? These We eliminate the negative, buddy. That's what it's about. Yeah. You know? Exactly, a hundred percent. And you know, a lot of these artists, they are good guys or girls or, and you know, the fact of the matter is is, you know, just because they do what they do doesn't mean they're just not another human being walking among us. Oh, dude, I, I, you know, you almost got to feel sorry for some of these guys. I've been having dinner with people and have just some fan come up and rudely interrupt what they're doing. I don't care if they don't care about their families. They don't care about no respect. It's all about me, me, me. What's in it for me? It kind of sucks to be them. You know, I mean, I have no idea, but I could... I've been around it, and it would suck if I was there eating dinner with my wife and kid, and I had to interrupt my time with them just to sign some kids thing because he didn't have the patience to wait, you know? So No doubt. I would never, as a parent, I would never let my, you know, even suggest that to my kid. I would make sure my kid had that patience. That That's just Well, me. yeah, you listen to metal, man. That's, that's the, <laughs> you know? <laughs> there you go. You're right. And common right. denominator, my friend, Motorhead. And and you know what? You know, uh, you know that even in the press tent, that stuff goes on. It kind of boggles my mind, man. It's like, like how many times a lot of these press people are treating it like a meet and greet. It's like I always say to people that work for me and come to with the to festivals to do coverage with me. I'm like, don't ask for an interview. Don't ask for a picture. We're here to work. It ain't a meet and greet. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all into it because we love it. We love what we do. We, we're into our music, and we want to. We want people to know it. You know, we want more on board and pontificate the cause and the whole thing. But there's a time and a place, and sometimes you just got to chill out and let people be them. And you know, there you go. 
So Hey, I hope you're okay down there. I see you got a little rain. Yeah, we, it was a little windy, you know, but I've been doing interviews yeah. through the whole hurricane. Funny, funniest part about it is, is I was on tour doing coverage for festivals, and this was actually my couple-day break. So I came home just in time for the hurricane, and now that the hurricane's gone, I'm going to leave. Well, I hope you're safe out there, man. I, I am, fortunately. It didn't hit up where I am that bad, except some areas nearby. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out to people on the west coast of Florida and up by Sarasota and Tampa because it, it was pretty brutal in those areas. Got a lot of metal brothers all over the state, man. That's it, 100%. Let's tell everybody how they can connect to you and how they can get the book and all that good stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm my Instagram Gene Ambo Photo. You know, the book is available through the publicist. I mean, my uh, publisher, Stygian Sky Media. If you look on my Facebook page, Gene Ambo or Gene Ambo Photography, you should see a link there. But I think it's actually on Amazon Marketplace now. So nice. hopefully you should be able to glaze through that, blaze through that, and find it on there. Great. I think everybody definitely needs to get this book because it's it's just not only is it nostalgic, but it's amazing artistry, in my opinion. Thank you, man. I, you know, we just gave one to Tom G. Warrior at the, the Mexico Metal Fest, and he was fascinated. He... Uh, he commented and made a couple posts, but he, he commented about how it brought back a lot of memories of his childhood. And I just thought that guy was born dead. So I was surprised right out of the gate, you know? Nice. Yeah. You know what, too? I got to hand it to photographers like yourself. Like, I bring photographers to these festivals because, you know, I'm a radio person. I don't know shit about taking a picture, you know? And the magic that a good <laughs> photographer like yourself can do... Like, and the work that goes into it, like, I, I just, my hat's off to you. You're a better man than I. I wouldn't say that, but I do take your appreciation, and, and I got to thank you, man. Hey, my pleasure, and thank you. You seem strong down there in Florida, too, man. Without guys like you and my buddy Scott Davidson up here at Rebel Radio, we'd probably all be listening to Nickelback and Nasty Boys. You know what I mean? So, No doubt. Well, Thank you for all your years of service to metal and to music in general, and thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Dude, you rule, man. Dean, cheers. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.